0: everybody, and welcome to the Couples Develop podcast. We're so glad to have you with us again. My name is Bridget, and I'm a marriage and family therapy graduate student, and I am here with Justin, my boyfriend, who is a financial planner, and we are here to talk with you guys all about personal development as it relates to couples and all the things that Justin and I are currently interested in reading, um, listening to that are inspiring us to be an exceptional couple. So we hope it inspires you guys. And we're really glad to have you with us again.
1: Hello, and uh, good to hear from everybody.
0: Yes, yes. And we are back with another episode of just kind of some some things that have been of interest to Justin and I recently that we thought we'd share with you guys. I think that we'll start off by talking about um, the idea of having a shared goal as a couple. Um, this has been a, something Justin and I have talked about before and has been really on our minds personally as a couple um, and we just thought it was a really, it's a really cool bonding experience, a really unique bonding experience to have a shared goal as a couple. Um, and that was something that we've really been pursuing lately, whether it's a fitness goal, whether it's, you know, your, your own goal is something you two want to work towards as a couple, whether it's a financial goal, um, whatever it is, I think it can really be inspiring to have accountability within the relationship and just have that sense of having something that you're both working towards together. I think it can be a really great strength for couples.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, well said, Bridget, do you want to get into of kind of how we arrived at what we were thinking of doing and kind of like the fun date ideas we did to kind of bring continuity that we're both kind of on the same page for?
0: Yeah, Um. absolutely. Yeah. Justin and I, we had both done this in the past before we had met each other. And then it kind of had come out as we were talking as a couple previously of doing what's called vision boards. Um, and again, we both did them as single people and then it was cool when we both brought it up when we were a couple of, you know, we both used to do those and that was something that, you know, with this shared goal, Justin had the great idea of, um, you know, looking at, you know, different resources, different quotes, different pictures, books, things like that, that inspired us online together. Um, and then we had a couple of nights the past few weeks where we have just sat down and had a great conversation and created physical vision boards together Um, and I thought that it was a super fun activity for us to do it it was creative Um, it sparked some good conversation and it also of course you know put us further on the same page and motivated us further to just be on a team with the shared goal
1: yeah I thought it was fun that we kind of together uh, you know took you know, a Saturday morning together, and we're going on the internet of finding uh, images of the things that we were trying to accomplish and achieve together. And, you know, it was fun going through that process. And then, you know, we sent each other the kind of documents we created. And then, you know, we printed off all the pictures, cut them out, and then had a whole date night of kind of gluing the pictures on our, our vision boards. And essentially, both of us ended up having the same pictures on our boards each kind of separate but uh collectively towards a a common vision and you know i thought it was as bridget said a a nice bonding experience one of just having both people interested in achieving the same goals whether it's you know you hear of couples who work out together or couples who are trying to learn a, a new skill together or get their finances in order that uh at least for the sake of our vision board with what we were trying to do it was it's fun that both of us are able to speak it into existence by seeing the end product of the vision board there and that when each of us sees each other at at where we live and things like that that well there's the vision board that's what we're trying to achieve together so highly recommend it if both you and your uh, partner are into personal development
0: I totally agree and I think that it's something that As we did it, I mean, I felt really inspired just talking with you and, you know, talking about a variety of things, but also just, you know, being reminded as we were creating the vision board of, you know, what we wanted to, as we were creating the vision board, essentially what we wanted to create together by accomplishing the goal that we have. Um, And, you know, like Justin was saying, it's such a great visual reminder. So as we were creating the vision boards and like Justin was saying, you know, when we're visiting each other, Justin, and I don't live together. So where we both live um, every day, you know, when we're getting up and we're seeing the vision boards individually, it's such a nice reminder to kind of show us where we're headed and, and reset our intention in a way for the day ahead. Um, Cause I think that sometimes, you know, when, when you have a goal or something you want to do if you're not proactive about, you know, prioritizing it and really thinking about, you know, what are the action steps to really make this happen? How how do we get from point A to point B? One way to do that is a vision board, amongst many other things, to just kind of get some traction and get your intention and, and your mindset right. Um, and you know, if your brain, if, if you're just kind of saying like, oh yeah, you know, I, I want to get fit. I, I, I want to achieve this goal. I, I want to get my finances in order, whatever the thing might be. If you're not, you know, constantly reminding yourself of that day in and day out and resetting that intention. And then of course, following that up with action steps, um, your brain's going to kind of forget in a way because you have a million other things on your to-do list. So why is it going to pay attention to, oh, I, I, I wish I could achieve this without any reminders or physical action?
1: Well said, Bridget. Well said. And yeah, I mean, I, I, it was neat that Bridget and I both did vision boards when we were younger and that we were, as we were talking about our goals for 2021 and we were like, yeah, well, let's create a vision board. It would be a very bond uh, thing that could bring us closer together. And so uh, it's a, it's a great thing for people who are trying to get to the next level. And I guess maybe that can tie into our next thing, Bridget uh, to 10 X at,
0: Yes, yes. So, Justin um, recommended this book to me that he had read previously. Um, I'll link it in the show notes. It's called Ten, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. Um, and I think, Justin, if if you want to explain it, I'm actually just getting into the book, so I, I don't want to explain The 10X Rule without, without having fully read the book. So, Justin, do you want to explain a little bit to our listeners what what The 10X Rule is and what it's
1: all about? Sure. So, Essentially, we use the 10x rule as the basis for our vision board for what we were trying to do. And it's essentially what the 10x rule is, it's say if you have a goal of, um, uh, I don't know what a simple example would be, that you want to have $10 in your bank account by the end of uh, this month. Uh, the 10x rule would say, no, don't shoot for 10, shoot for 100. The reason being is that it's probably going to take you more effort and energy than you realize to hit your goal. So you might as well think big. And so if you don't hit 100 and let's just say you only end up with $67, uh, you technically fell short of your goal. But if your goal was originally only $10, you, you really surpassed it over six times. So that's the whole premise of of the idea is that, you know, it's so easy in life to just essentially aim low or to have low expectations mm-hmm. to think oh I shouldn't really shoot that high or to think that if you don't hit the big goal that you failed which is is not the case at all that it's far better to have a much bigger goal and to get closer to that one than to have a number of small goals and to have never failed in hitting them all that Uh, You know, if you have someone who is always accomplishing all of their goals, it's not that they're successful. It's that they simply are not challenging themselves, that they're they're really technically failing because within them is so much more potential than what they're trying to achieve. Uh, I know I had a, a personal story with it of I think maybe I have mentioned a little bit in the podcast before, but, you know, in college. I already, my senior year, I already had a job secured uh, almost a year before I graduated. And my last semester of college, or let me back up, my first uh, three and a half years of college, my goal was to shoot, to have a 4.0. I never got a 4.0, but I got very, very, very close multiple times. And then my last semester of college, my goal became just to try and pass. And I will say, uh, by lowering my goal, i it my results all of a sudden met to the level i was trying to hit to so as a result mm-hmm. my i always tell people my last semester of college was my hardest because my expectations of what i was trying to achieve were were the lowest and so my mind adapted to it but it works the other way that if you shoot your mind high uh your brain and and your thoughts will try and create ways and strategies for you to achieve your goal. And if you fail, so be it, because you're going to get farther than Mm -hmm. what you would have otherwise. So in other words, what's the expression? Uh, Shoot for the stars. And if you fall, at least you'll be on top of the world. Kind of the same concept.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. That's good yeah and i think that you know i I had never read any i i hadn't heard of that book before justin mentioned it and hadn't really thought of that idea and it it does make a lot of sense to me i think that sometimes we can um short sell ourselves of just kind of you know thinking like sort of minimizing our potential and and like justin was saying you know minimizing the amount of resistance it's going to take us to achieve our goal so you know if we're going to be met with resistance anyways if you know, a goal is going to be um, a challenge to complete in general, why not shoot for a huge result that, you know, he's right, you know, you you might not make it there, you you might not actually achieve your goal, but you're going to be way farther um, ahead in the sense of, you know, what you were originally wanting to accomplish than if you had just settled for something smaller, I think.
1: And Bridget, do you want to touch on how... So essentially, not everyone we recognize. Not everyone thinks that way. Like it's a it's a different way of thinking, uh, and and processing the world by thinking that oh, you're more successful if you fail at your goal than compared to someone mm-hmm. who never failed at all. Um, but mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with the type of people that you hang around, and chances are probably the people you spend time with are not big thinkers and they are just okay getting by or or things like that so how how can you for someone who wants to think big and to surround themselves with other people how, how could someone uh, effectively accomplish that if they don't have anyone that they can essentially talk to on the day-to-day bridget
0: sure sure yeah I mean that's a great question because I think that you know when someone's Pursuing personal development or professional development, it can, um, or as a couple, it can be really frustrating to think, you know, oh, there, there's, if you're a single person, maybe you're thinking, you know, I don't have a relationship yet, or, you know, my friends or, or my family, you know, they're, they're not into that that way of thinking or, or that type of personal development, which again is okay because it's everyone's on their own journey. Everyone, you know, prioritizes different things. But if you're not surrounded by a community of people who are, you know, like minded like you, um, you know, it it can be difficult to kind of gain that traction and and sort of have that community that is so important for growth and for personal development. And so um, what Justin and I have been talking about was just, you know, how can, how can we create that community? Or how can somebody who maybe, you know, isn't dating someone or, you know, doesn't have a group of friends or a group of people that they're constantly around who are, prioritizing it into personal development the same way they are how can they create a healthy and supportive community that you know is teaching them those things and, and is you know surrounding them with that kind of positive energy and motivation and so what we were thinking was you know ways to ways to sort of simulate that would be you know going to your local library um, you know or, or buying you know, listening to podcasts, listening to YouTube videos. You know, creating a social media following of people that you admire. Um, I know Justin made a, a good comment about this the other day. Of just you know, when he was in college and he was you know reading some of these books and, and really starting to get into personal development, he he made the comment that like with the author of the Ten X Rule, Grant Cardone, he was like. You know, oh, it was, it was kind of like, you know, when, when I was reading a, a book, a book and I was just by myself, it's kind of like I was, I was having a beer with Grant Cardone. For me, you know, it might be I was having a glass of wine with, with so-and-so. I was, you know, having a, a glass of tea, whatever it might be. And just kind of that idea of, you know, it's you're seeking out that membership, you're, that mentorship, excuse me, you're seeking out that community, even if it's something that you don't have those real life mentors or community that are really filling you up. You know, there's countless resources with you know books and podcasts and YouTube videos and all these things that you can really dig into to create that experience for yourself and have that community in a way that um you know maybe you're not allowed to at this time with your your current relationships. Do you have any thoughts on that, Justin?
1: No, I, I Bridge and I were talking you know, a couple of weeks ago. And that's when I guess I used the line like, oh, yeah, I had beers with Grant Cardone in college. She's like, what are you talking about? And I just said it kiddingly, but I guess that's a good way to phrase it. And I just explained to her that I, you know, I wanted to think big in college. I wanted and now and I think a lot of those books of what I read helped shaped me and in, into kind of the decisions that I make today. And that you can think of it as, you know, you're at a bar with the author, and it's essentially just a one-sided conversation, and you're just listening to them soaking up their thoughts. And the reality is, is that if you keep reading books written by people smarter than yourself who challenge you and your current ways of thinking, uh, it eventually it, dubs, it does rub off on you. Just like how if you continually watch reality TV and and think that uh, and and use that as your form of uh, consumption, it's a it's the same premise of what you kind of feed your mind your your mind's going to adapt and evolve to and uh, even I know it's difficult if you don't necessarily have people around you readily available to uh, keep you help motivate you but at least you can use other authors or things like that to um, you know help take you to the next level
0: absolutely absolutely yeah yeah I thought that that was just such a such a good way to think about it so I love that comment about having a beer with someone you admire
1: wonderful and so I don't know what Bridget what else did we we were going to talk about here the uh, we we know everyone the Packers lost last week Bridget was an amazing girlfriend uh, through you know the mainly the downs of the day last sunday when 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 we were watching it we were going to we were supposed to have a podcast last sunday but yours truly was a little too down in the dumps to be able to to speak articulately he i even created my own so being from wisconsin wisconsin has uh consistently been good and i'm when i mean wisconsin i'm talking about like the badgers the packers the bucks the brewers Our teams have always been good, but never really good enough to win it all outside of the Packers winning the Super Bowl in in 2010. We've gotten very close, several championship games and and national championships, but have never really won them. And so I channeled all my frustration and energy in my office. I have what I have now called it the wall of pain Uh, which essentially captures all the being a competitive person, the frustrating games to watch as a athlete, as well as ones that I participated in. Not so much as a joke, but as a way of, you know, using and channeling the energy of feeling that, you know, you can always be better. You can always uh, be a better person by remembering how you felt. Uh, I mean, I know this case, it's kind of silly watching a sporting event, something you had no control over. But what I've noticed is that thinking about those games, it does make me more motivated in my personal life. And so it's a weird little quirk that I have, but I thought I'd share it with you. And uh, since uh, being able to achieve our goals, it takes a lot of energy. And however you find that energy uh, is, is up to you. And for myself, it works for me and wanted to share that with you.
0: I like it, hon. Good use of, yeah, finding that energy, finding You should have saw Bridget's
1: face the first time I told her about the wall of pain. It was, quite the, yeah. it was quite the conversation we had, as you can imagine.
0: It was a great idea I had never considered before. You taught me something.
1: About. It'd be probably the equivalent of maybe a teenage girl creating a, a vision board of all the, the rom-coms or the uh, breakups of... They're like Twilight or I don't know what other types of movies that are really big into it that didn't go their way. Of of Jack and the Titanic dying maybe would be would make the 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 vision board a pain for a teenage girl.
0: I thought I thought you were gonna say like a teenage girl like having like all of her like actual real life breakups and I was like Oh no,
1: that's too mean. I boys could have them too, you know.
0: I know, I know, I know like, both, and I—I I mean, in a different way. I mean, now that you say that, I um, I'm like I used to when I was younger. I used to have a Pinterest board of like more. Well, actually, no, that that's more of a vision board. Never yeah. mind. I I've I never had a wall fame. So just put it that way.
1: <laughs> so, however you find energy and become motivated, <laughs> but, cut out pictures of that event and put it out there for you to see. So. So you don't forget about it because if you can channel those emotions in a positive way, you, you can use it to go to heights higher than you ever could have found yourself.
0: Yes. Yes. You can, it reminds me of just controlling your mindset and your attitude.
1: Yeah. So,
0: so good. Um, Justin, you mentioned
1: rom-com. Oh yes. So we have, uh, you know, been on the little bit of a rom-com, rom-com binge as of late. We've been hitting up uh, the oh, movies oh, Hitch, yeah. Crazy Stupid Love, Meet the Parents, and New Year's Eve. And this was when we watched last year, but it's one of my top favorite is also Couples Retreat with Vince Vaughn. There's obviously yeah. infinite. amount of rom-coms but if you're in the mood and you're watching with your uh significant other and you wanted a in the rom-com mood and you wanted to watch a funny movie those i would all recommend they're all they all make you laugh and chuckle
0: they're all good ones you can uh yeah just pick one pop it in and you're in for a, a great movie night I think now, though, Justin said that we're, we're off the rom-com. I think mean, we agreed that we're off the rom-com kick. That has lasted for, I mean, probably, like, a solid day. Yeah, death.
1: probably about that. We watched four well, or five. Uh, you're the one that now that you're wanting to watch one on Valentine's Valentine's Day or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll have a one week reprieve and then we're back at it.
1: Yeah. Then we're going to watch the 2010 Packers Super Bowl run DVD. That's a good Friday night date movie for the gentlemen out there. Oh, Oh, good.
0: We can watch both. (laughs) We can compromise. Yeah. Those were, um, those are some good, um, some, some fun movies that we, that we watched lately. Um, so we'll have to keep you updated on, on what's Well, next.
1: yeah, Bridget, are you reading anything good now that our audience should be aware of?
0: Yeah, I will. So my book recommendation for the week um, is a book that I... Um, I had a, an Amazon gift card as a gift. And I was, you know, thinking of, you know, what can I use to purchase this? And I was wondering if there were any good, um, you know, being just almost finished with my um, internship for my for grad school for counseling. Um, I was looking to see if there are any, you know, good books that I could pick up as far as just being a beginning therapist. And like Justin was saying, you know, just seeking out that community, seeking out those mentors and just, you know reading a book by someone who had been in the field um, many years and could, you know, teach me what I do not know. And so I actually came across an author, um, I'm going over to the book right now, I believe it's Dr. Jeffrey um, Kotler, and he has written a number of books that I'm really excited to get to. But the one that I picked up from Amazon is called On Being a Therapist. Um, So this is obviously more, more on somebody who is um, a therapist or some other helping professional, but um, it's really great. And it's just a really good, um, feel good book for somebody who is beginning a helping profession and just kind of learning from someone who's years ahead in the profession and has um, just some really great lifelong lessons to learn. Um, I'm just getting into it, but I I do really love it. And it's been a great comfort and um, just something that has been um, an exciting read for me. So I'll link that in the show notes. And I think that I would welcome anyone to read it, especially someone, like I said, who's um, in a helping profession, I think they would really enjoy it. But just in general, I think that um, anytime that you can read a book or listen to a podcast or have any resource that you're consuming that is um, authored by a person who has years experience in a field or in a hobby that um, you are passionate about um, I think that that's just a great use of your time so that's what I will say with my book recommendation for well done Bridget how about yeah, you Justin? mine
1: has I was watching a documentary kind of on how the internet works I'm, I'm not a boomer um, more more of a deeper dive than that and it prompted me of one to learn more about some things so I bought the book uh, The Art of Invisibility The world's most famous hacker teaches you how to be safe in the age of big brother and big data. Uh, So I'm a couple chapters into it, and I'm amazed at even just some of the ways that the author has spoken about the Internet in ways that I never thought it worked or or things like that. So it's kind of one of those things that you think you know how it works, and then there's many millions of other secret passageway doors of – it's a lot more complex than you think. So that's my – uh, book recommendation for the week
0: good stuff yeah we will link both in the show notes and Justin do you have any closing
1: thoughts? Uh, Nothing in particular I mean I know that uh, like I said we were supposed to have a podcast last week um, and, and but since the Packers are eliminated we don't need to worry about that we'll be back on a, a more regular schedule now in the Uh, foreseeable future so uh, looking forward to talking to you all soon
0: yes sounds good as always we thank you so much for listening and you can reach us with any comments or questions at couplesdevelop at gmail.com we'll see you guys next time